0: ladies and gentlemen i'm richard kennedy i'm here with nick goslin ryan Garvey. we're new england social your new england based podcast about everything new england from places to go people to see things to do and experiences we're having boys it's been a while i feel like Stop, we haven't... Dude, it's been good, two, <laughs> good two three four weeks dude we haven't Bro. been on the mic two in to four minute. you know wow. hey how's everyone I came doing in here tonight? and slayed the intro i'm not gonna lie
1: Speaking of experiences we're having, this episode is about to be an experience.
0: An absolute experience, yeah. So just like a really quick warning ahead of time. Uh, we're all We're drunk. doing something special. We're doing like, again, like, actually like R.I.P. Drunk History, like, right? Like a yeah, show that used to be on Comedy Central just got canceled, I think probably due to COVID. Um, Which we all like. Fuck and, COVID, uh, man. Honestly, know, honestly, COVID.
1: Fuck. fuck COVID. Dude,
0: seriously, now that you say that, Nick, I literally yesterday was like, just got on this for the first time in a while. I just got on this tear where I was like, fuck COVID. It fucked 2020 up. It fucked up the fucking wedding season. It's just fucking Miz. And yeah. like, I feel like I've been keeping a pretty good like mentality and attitude i've been taking
1: the high road against covid covid's been taking the low road all of 2020 and i've been like you know what i'm better than this and like occasionally you need to kind of lower yourself and you're like you know what fuck you dude you're not cool
0: Speak for yourselves. Yeah, twenty twenty is your year. We've year. already established yeah, I think that. Derby has been crushing twenty twenty. Uh, no, I absolutely. It, it was just weird because like yesterday was like the first time in like a while that I like went on a little bit of a COVID tear, and after a while I was like, all right, we're cool, and like I'm, I'm back to normal. But like I would just went on a tear where I was like, I am so fucking tired of like just this situation and how it's like super concerning and like again the u.s comparatively hasn't done the best of job you know compared to other countries and like just wanted to like you know it's nobody's fault like that's the really big problem is it's like you can't blame like it's nobody's fault it's something new for everybody but uh it's super frustrating but yeah feeling better today but yeah yesterday was rough
2: um i mean i wouldn't say it's nobody's fault i think the problem is with I don't know. Yeah,
0: no, you're everybody's not wrong. So, you're everybody's
2: not wrong. so corrupt. Like everything is so fucking corrupt and like politicized. It's just like we can't get together on this one issue. That's yeah,
0: what, I know. You're, you're not, but um, you're not wrong. I meant more like nobody, nobody knew the pandemic was coming. It's something right. new. It's, it's not virus. something we have a ton of experience with. But yeah, yeah, I completely understand what you're saying. Don't disagree there. But, um, but anyways, so. Comedy show used to be on Comedy Central, Drunk History, like, we all love it, and we were like, you know what, we've done a couple of sports, ep- a lot of sports episodes, and we're like, we want to get out there to our non-sports-loving listeners, alright, and we want to give them a little content, so we're like, let's let's do history, New England, if anything, is one of the oldest areas of what is now the United States, and there's a ton of history here, so let's dive into it, and so we decided to do like our little version of Drunk History, which is pretty awesome which led to us like committing to drinking 3 drinks before this like this like recording and then like somehow I I got roped into doing a shot as well so um we all
1: did, we all did shots Rich didn't get roped into doing a shot I the precursor it. me and Rye
0: I fulfilled the precursor Rye the wolf guy we well, yeah we also are starting to call Ryan
2: Rye. Can I give you a fun fact what? Rich, just based off of what you said about New England, New England is tied Wait. for the New England is tied for the first oldest place in the world.
0: What? Think about what? This, <laughs> think about first, that. first oldest place in the world. Think that about that. any, <laughs> dude, that's that not even a thing. Fucking what are you sense? talking about? Think
2: about it. Think about it for a second. For oldest place in the world. We're all tied. Every place is tied for first. Pangea, right? <laughs> Am I wrong? And,
0: and and ladies and gentlemen, I want to be clear. That's Ryan. the type of, this is the type of episode <laughs> you're wrong? in for. So if this Am isn't something you're on board for, you're gonna need to jump off the train right now. If it is we love buckle ranking. up because it's it's uh It's about to get wild in here. Um, I definitely know what you mean, buddy. That's a really clever uh, little thing you came up with there. You're right. Everybody is tied for first.
1: Hey, no. Honestly, man, thank you for interrupting me with that completely useless, (laughs) trivial piece of information. That was fucking sick. You're making all these dad jokes now because you're a dad.
0: Huge dad. Big old dad.
1: I don't even... What was I talking about?
0: I don't know. I completely forgot.
1: no, well, I was on a roll, but uh, drug we history. fucking We were talking, about drug history? talking
2: about drug history, the show?
1: Yeah, but like...
2: Drinking a shot. Rich had a shot. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So,
1: no, it was because me and Rye both sent videos of us taking a shot for our third pre-episode drink
0: Wasn't in our group text
1: message. And no, it was <laughs> not, but we decided to do it. And Rich didn't really respond. And... I mean, so yeah, we made him take a shot.
0: I was sitting here researching for the episode, getting getting ready, getting prepared for you, listeners. Yeah,
1: you should have had your Gmail
0: open, big boy. Should have, you have, have my seen, Gmail open. seen the uh, the video. My, Come on, big, big dog. Had, should have if had big had my dog. Gmail open. If big dog's gonna bark, like big dog's gonna bark. <laughs> uh, anyways, so we have seen a good amount of each other recently. Well, I don't think we're trying to touch on it now, but we had your bachelor party. We've had my birthday. Uh, so we have seen each other quite a bit recently, but um, it's been a while so, since we recorded.
2: Yeah, I mean, Nick's bachelor party in
0: Maine. <laughs> I
1: love how Rich was like, small we're not going really to touch on it. Now. No, we, we got to touch like,
0: on it. Small I gathering. Said, it was yes. dope. It was, it, was, it was an appropriately small gathering following the rules of, mm-hmm. you know, the, the area. Nick's, no, totally. having,
2: Nick's having his wedding uh, nine days from today. That's 20, 26. That's huge. 27 people. where everybody's getting tested. Yeah. Not going to be like Millinocket. We're way more educated than most. My, people my test, my test
0: came back. My test came back negative. Obviously, like or else I obviously would have said something by now. But yeah, so pretty excited. Been in the quarantine. Pretty been in a pretty. Uh, it's been I've been getting back to like uh, like start of COVID quarantine practices, uh, which has been like a slight flashback. Which Wait, like what? Interesting. Well, just okay. like you know, I've been just like keep. I'm like you know, because I I have a bunch of stuff to do with the house. Just moved into my house, by the way. Oh yeah. And so, I, so I just like you know, I don't have a need to go out. And then like you know, obviously we have the wedding, so want to be as like you know, as as you know, quarantined as possible just to be safe. So, uh, have like going back to like you know, haven't haven't been out to restaurant and you know a couple of weeks now, and and uh, you know, no bars or like whatever or anything like that. So just like back back in the house doing house things, hitting a lot of hitting a lot of content well not.
2: By the way, can I also say we're on episode 11? We never celebrate episode
0: wow. 10, so I have wow. to say we're on episode 11. Yeah. Episode 11.
2: Yeah. 11. That's a big one. Well, no, 10 was a big one, but we never mentioned it, so that's why. I... <laughs> Anyways, um, so moving on. Um, yeah, yeah. We going to get no. into this, boys, or what?
1: I guess let's just, I mean, wait, get into what? The bachelor party?
0: Sure, whatever you want, Nick. Hey. Well, you're what's the, it, you're well the no let's let's finish up intros. Let's finish up intros. We're gonna save the bachelor party yeah, and we're going to talk about your episode. Garby
1: you're you, you stick
0: to you're letting let Rich direct. All right, you're, so we got, this. Uh, we got we, this. It was a
2: silent moment. I came in. Sorry, Garby,
0: Garby, you start school back up soon.
2: Tomorrow, uh, students come.
0: Yeah. Are you excited? <laughs> are you go, are you? Is the first day out, on site.
2: Well, I've been there since Monday. Today's Wednesday.
0: Well, I mean, I I mean more for the students. (laughs) (laughs) Son of a gun! It's the the first.
1: If you want to get technical about it, Richard
0: (laughs) (laughs) is the what? Is the first day on site like students, teachers, everything? Because you're you're only doing two days on site. You're doing the rest of the days not for per week. No, I'm
2: doing. I'm doing. I personally am there five days a week. But um, so if you are a student with the last name A through K, you are there Tuesday and Thursday. If you're a student with the last name of l through z here there <laughs> wednesday and friday and that's
1: gonna be tough to edit
2: <laughs> okay edit that um and <laughs> so mondays we have to go in but luckily we only to be there 8 to 12 we got time shaved off because in our contract says we don't have to do lunch duty but now we have to eat lunch with our students in our classroom students take their little mask off they eat their lunch in the classroom now you know they wash up before, they wash up after. It's this whole fucking ordeal. You wash your desk off. It's a big thing. So, um, <laughs> so now Mondays we're just in school. We have to be in school eight to twelve.
0: Okay. So, All right. So okay.
2: yeah. So every day of the every day of the week I'm there. Students are there two days. A, like when I say students, I mean if you are a student, you are there two days a week. But we have students. Four days a week because it's gotcha, gotcha. Days. Yeah, so you you're you're
0: in there four days a week, but you get two different groups of students. If I'm following, right, right. gotcha.
2: Yep, yep, and I have a gotcha. student teacher. um Hey, she's covering me for Nick's wedding, so I'm like,
0: dope. That's sick.
1: Like, that's pretty sweet. Yeah,
0: that's sick. Mazel tov.
1: Mazel tov. Uh, Mazel
0: hey, tov. I'm gonna, can we do that for your wedding?
2: <laughs> hey, Laura's like, what the fuck? <laughs> We're not doing. It.
0: Dude, if your the 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 entire, the 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 entire groomsman <laughs> party was like, mazel <laughs> tov. At the church. Right. <laughs> Laura just, Laura loses her mind.
2: Absolutely
0: loses her mind. Oh, boy. Uh, Thanks, Nick, buddy. how's it going, man?
1: Pretty good, dude. I'm doing good. You know, yeah. like you said, getting married in nine days. It's starting to feel pretty real. So that's exciting. Um, and, you know, we still have, like, a pretty sweet, like, we have the wedding party and, like, just both of our immediate families pretty much. So it's still like a great group of people and we're going to have a good time. Um, and yeah. Like bachelor party, like Garby said, was pretty dope. Um, I'm excited
0: for that. I'm excited for the, the house.
1: Yeah. We got the Airbnb for yeah, after the, the wedding. Airbnb, so right we're going to get to hang course, in Kenny bunkport. Sick. Yeah, dude, honestly, I do have to say I've been big into golf recently.
0: You have been a big golf guy recently. Had a couple yeah. of good days out on the course.
1: Yeah. Um, I, mean, I don't know if lesson. we want to talk
0: about how like I coached you through your front nine up at Bangor and you dominated and then Garby got up in your shit and like coached you on the back nine. And
2: I'm not. This is one of those things where you guys like to pretend.
0: Hey, let's shit on Garby.
2: and like. It, hey, pretend we're not, really it, shitting it on is not. It is not one of those things. It is. Literally, I literally you're, barely. You're, you're literally, I think on the, the first back. the first he thing he said was like,
0: "I'm just gonna I'm just gonna coach you on your putting or you should coach." I know that, shit. and then Damn. I gave him a couple.
2: I, and then all I gave him a tip was with with aim. That was it. But um, Nick got oh, yeah. fucked up on the back nine. Didn't do as well as the front nine, so it's blamed on me. Typical Jewish. Well, so,
0: you <laughs> whoa, dude, <laughs> whoa! Jesus, are you serious? Dude, this is like a family podcast. Maybe it's like parental advisory, but this still. is not a, this is not a family podcast.
2: Yeah, no yeah, family yeah. listens to this. It's true. I mean,
0: there's like families of people.
1: So <laughs> I will, I will admit that like a lot of my appeal with golf too, is I do enjoy the drinking with the boys while on the course. For sure. sure. So usually, so so far, my back nines have not been as on point as my front nines. (laughs) But I will also say, Garby, that you were like, I'm only going to coach you on your short game. And I literally, on hole number nine, when I jumped over to your car, I stepped up to the tee. And you were like, so you see how you're aiming right here? Like, it was the first hole.
2: You mean 10. So... 10, so, yes, me. I admit that, but I still give you way less tips than Richard. So don't say I
0: overcoach No, you. see, because this is also. this is all this is all I do. This is I don't give tips. I just read shots. That's it. I just say hey. I'm just. I would be conscientious of this hill. Oh hey, the greens. You know, it's downhill on the backside or it's uphill on the front side, or. Okay, you I know, gave. I literally hit, gave hit whatever time. club you think you can hit this far, stuff like that. You know, that's sure. That's my I game. said
2: aim right. Aim right so that if you slice That's it, right. it's good. But if you aim too far right, Listen, it can goes Can you just straight, calm down? Good. Just so give aim me right enough so
0: that you, if it's straight. You it's won good, the day. So you you it, won the good. day. You still beat me. You gave me eight strokes and still <laughs> beat me. So I, I don't know why you're upset.
1: Actually, that day I did have. I had a dope front nine. I think I had a fifty-five.
0: You did have a really good front nine.
1: Which is my best score to date. That was pretty good. Yeah, he had a really good point. Also, shout out Garby. Garby got me a uh, set of clubs. Yeah. So I got my own clubs now. They're Big actually pretty sweet. I like them. So, They call him yeah. Mr. Savvy. Mr. Yeah, who?
0: We, um, Mr. Savvy, you know, because he's so savvy.
2: Well, we, th- we talked about this <laughs> in a previous episode, by the way. And you said you, you didn't commit to buying them yet. But Nick did commit to buying them eventually. He Venmoed me like the next day after whatever episode that was, and uh, it's a done deal. Nick's got those clubs, TaylorMade <laughs> burners, good iron
0: set. They're actually they're actually yeah. really good clubs. I'm in love with the fucking grip on those clubs.
1: Yeah, the, yeah, the grip is that, nice on the all blue on Blue irons, grip,
0: dude. Oh man, honestly, the kids a chip, the kids a chipping master. You've got the chip, dude. You've got the chip.
1: I do have the chip. My, the rest of my game needs to catch up
0: though. The rest of your games going to catch up. The chip's good though. The chip's good. You had a couple. Of good I just
1: chips. I, yeah, honestly, dude. I mean, I do hit the three wood pretty good, but I just feel like I need Garby's mom's hybrid club. I know. I That'll beat get Garby me on, on nine running.
0: for the first time in like maybe a year. Now, I actually, maybe ever. Like beat you straight up on nine for the first time, maybe ever. Maybe honestly, which was a yeah, pleasure. I didn't play too hot. Honestly, I was really upset though because I was playing. I was playing so well through the first seven holes, and then the eighth and the ninth hole, I just literally blew up. It was insane. It's like crazy so um, pretty good. what are you guys drinking before we jump into it?
1: I'm honestly just going back to the I've been on a big like types of beer run since we started the podcast and I'm just going back to the Cisco right now. I got the uh, variety dude, Cisco, pack so
0: DL dude Cisco makes a great beer.
1: Well Thank so you. kind of like I'm not <laughs> again this is such a Nick thing. I'm not like becoming anti IPA by any means. But I feel like New England has gone so far over the top. When I go to the to the liquor store to get beer, I cannot find a pale ale besides the so Cisco like, one,
0: or, like a, or like a pilsner or something. Like
1: that. Yeah, like so. I'm, it, honestly, just a pale ale, dude. I was like, like I really lager. want a pale ale, dude. I, and, I, and so, I tried
0: drinking a lager the other night. You gave me shit. Yeah, we did, but we just like to give you shit. You you called that out earlier. Yeah,
1: you know what I mean. Classic Jewish scapegoat.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you true. did say that. You did say that. You did say it. It's not true. So you did true. Say anyway,
1: before you interrupt me for a third sure. time, Rye. But <laughs> fight, yeah, fight. So fight, this liquor fight. store yeah, that's down the street from me, shout out McCarthy Brothers Liquor in Charlestown. um They sell a four pack, a Tall Boy Cisco pale ales for nine dollars.
0: Ooh, no one cares in Boston. Love that.
1: Steal. No one Dude, cares. A,
0: t- a pack of tall boys for no, nine
1: no, bucks. Hey, Rich, shut up. No one cares. <laughs> no Rich, one. you gonna except go there? Everyone. Rich, everyone gonna except everyone, everyone except for Ryan, look, look, who's stuck no, in fucking Ryan. Bangor. I live
0: in, I live in New Hampshire now. Exactly. Where it's even cheaper. So.
1: Don't get upset because you live in Bangor, guy. Like, sorry. Dude,
2: hey, why? I got. Hey, did you get Orno Brewing Company beer? Don't think so, because I live wow. in Bangor and you don't.
0: All right, God, what are you drinking over there?
2: You're Drinking an OBC Golden Error uh collaboration with Don't Sleep Records. Wow. Yeah. All right, so IPA. Sleep yeah, wow, Bangor from Citra, Hop. Citra hops. Okay, all right. So yeah, uh it's heavy, 6.9%,
0: 69 all I'm saying ladies, and <laughs> whoa. <laughs> Again, I want to make sure I repeat. I gave you an opportunity to jump off the train earlier in the episode. If you haven't, it's only you to blame. <laughs> Anyways, I uh, yo, I feel hey, like we should do just Paul. like
1: kind of an audible, but I feel like we should do. I know this is going to be tough to limit it, but just oh, like can touch I talk on about the here first. Oh, sorry, jump the gun.
0: Wow, you pulled a hey. Kennedy there. You pulled a Kennedy there hey
1: so before Rich says what he's drinking yeah,
0: yeah, dude uh, I'm drinking Stoneface dude I specifically made sure I had Stoneface for this recording because it's my first recording living back in New Hampshire Stoneface is my favorite IPA of all time and it's amazing if you have not had it it's kind of just a I think it's kind of just a New Hampshire thing I haven't seen it anywhere outside of New Hampshire' they're big they're much bigger now. So. Uh, maybe, maybe Maine, maybe Maine, I—I don't think I've seen it in New Hampshire, uh, in Massachusetts, excuse me. Uh, oh, they, yeah, you can get it. Maybe stores, you get it at stores. I haven't seen it on tap. Oh yeah,
1: I guess that's what I'm saying. Yeah, not, no, not on tap. So yeah,
0: but it's a great, it's a great beer. It's a great beer company. They have a great spot um on like the edge of New uh Newington before you head over to Durham which is kind of cool so I would love to do an episode on that I feel like we
1: just gotta gotta mention the uh the current state of at least like the playoff Boston sports real quick
0: I'm just gonna say one thing Jason Tatum's a savage
1: Tatum's a savage. Jalen Brown also playing fire right also now. Also a savage. Kemba's Kemba. been like filling his role. Yep, absolutely. Honestly, to date, they haven't missed Hayward. The Toronto Raptors are going to be a real test. Philly was a dumpster fire. Wait, Move I, I on from I think the them.
0: Hayward injury is the Hayward injury is big for the Raptors. We need I that extra thirty point.
2: So had. let me tell you something about Game One. Toronto's in for a rude awakening for Game One, in my opinion, because Toronto just faced. A fucking shitty defense. Like, honestly, they place Brooklyn, Dude, right? Dude, what front... Philly
1: is? I think Come Boston is, well, like... Well, I don't
2: think Philly's that no, good, Philly's but, but I think they're better I than Brooklyn. Think Philly
0: is soft. I think AF.
2: Toronto put 100 bench points on the fucking Dude, Brooklyn it's... Nets.
0: I, I that think
2: just is not going to happen. I think the reason that the is, God not God is right is Celtics.
0: because I think that the Celtics are a little... Like, Toronto's, like trying to make a run at winning another championship two years in a row. I think that they they feel like they are better than they are, whereas, like, the Celtics, I think, are getting points right now and are, like, dominating just because they are coming out ready to go. They, they seem, even when I'm not super happy with, like, their shooting percentage or whatever, like, they seem like they know what the fuck they're doing. They seem attentive, ready to go, ready to play. Tatum Brown like you said Nick are both like really stepping into their roles so and, like, just I to, just, I don't think that the Raptors have that but you know it's gonna no be I agree
1: fight. I think the Celtics have a higher ceiling but where I kind of would take what exactly what you guys said and I would just argue the other side of it is Brooklyn may not have like a lot of talent but I think that like they at least had some effort sometimes where Philly dude Philly was a, a team that just Brooklyn like... Brooklyn doesn't have a though. No, I, I know, but that's what, know. that's what I'm saying. So I think that like the Celtics might have... Or like, a if Brooklyn, or If Brooklyn... No, I know, but that's my point, dude. So if Brooklyn was trying a lot harder and like giving more effort, at least Toronto was playing like a shit team, but they were like dialed in from an effort standpoint, where the Celtics, like a lot of their basketball was very one-on-one... ISO ball. I mean the ball movement was good. It wasn't oh, great. Yeah. It wasn't like Brad Stevens level, like what I would want to see, what they're gonna need to be They've at. Been passing there was, the ball, no. Though, dude. But dude, there was there was a lot of hero ball. We're already dwelling on it too much, but just my point is I think that like from an effort standpoint, I think Brooklyn might have kept Toronto a little bit more invested, where like the Celtics after the first game, they were probably like, yo, Philly's toast and they're just like, yo, we can kind of like do what we want out there and get get the shots that we want and i don't know okay we'll I, see we'll see how I, I it bears out we'll see how I it bears out with this and,
0: I, and todd 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 i know you're listening right now i want your take on this we're moving on we're moving on we're
1: no moving so on. real quick bruins too gotta gotta mention the bees dude we i said the sports the
0: chara the
2: chara get off the ice
0: can we save him for the closeout
2: Okay, up, sure, because
1: nice. I'm honestly watching the game right now on the side. So okay, it'll give like me either more. something to be excited or bitch about okay. hardcore. All, right, all right, right, let's do it. Let's do it.
0: Um, okay, so this is the situation. <laughs> <We decided> to <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> you can't tell, we might be a,
2: a little uncomfortable.
0: Okay? Um, Ladies and gentlemen. We're doing a Drunk History episode. We all committed to drinking three beverages of alcoholic nature before this episode. We ended up probably doing a little bit more than that. Um, And we're going to do a little drunk history on Paul Revere and his midnight ride, which I'm hoping that you're familiar with at the very least. But hopefully we'll learn a few new things right now with us uh, as we go through it. Nick's going to be our historian for this particular episode. And if we like it, we'll do another history episode. If you hate it, then we'll just move on and keep doing stuff like sports. So um, how do we want to kick this off? Nick, do do you feel like you...
1: I feel like, again, you very much put me in a role that I did not agree to. I'm not the historian. I am the ride. The ride You were
2: chosen. You're the chosen one. If you're not the historian, you're the chosen one.
0: (laughs) You're the... Okay, okay. Just I wanna give people background here. We said we literally got together like two nights ago and was like, Okay, how are we gonna structure this? And we're like, somebody needs to be responsible for taking us through the story of the ride. Of
1: the ride. The ride is fine. No, but so you said the historian, like as far as his backstory. Yeah. I'm gonna be complete. I did not do a whole like You're the historian So so let me let me start
2: with do you want me to
0: start with his history, buddy? No, 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 no. Yeah. I can, I can you, start you with got, the pre-ride. Yeah, Nick, don't let Nick back out of this, Nick. You've got this, okay? I can Nick's, start
2: before the ride.
0: What do you want? What would you prefer to be called? Ride expert, conductor?
1: Yeah, you, I'm the ride conductor.
0: Okay, Nick's the ride conductor, not the historian. All right, historian.
1: R- Rye from Wolf, take it away.
0: <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no, Nick. Take us through the ride. Give us the brief intro. Let's. No, I feel this. like
1: we. I feel like we need an, an intro on Paul Revere himself first. Okay.
0: All right, Garby, you got that.
2: Yeah, wing it. Hey, Paul Revere, born in... (laughs) Paul Revere. So, here's an interesting thing I learned right off the bat, okay? Paul Revere, born our calendar, January 1st, 1735. New Year's Day, 1735. Now, if you go by the old style dates, which I learned that's a complete... The calendar has changed since the American Revolution, um... Wow. So that would be December twenty first. And I think that has probably to do with the leap year. I haven't looked into that too oh, much, but that there, might yes. have so like those couple days. Those couple days thrown off, that's what I'm guessing. That's my that's my assumption, but I don't know did Ben Franklin them.
1: have something to do with the leap year?
2: Um Hmm. The le- I think he had to do with daylight
0: savings time, Nick. Right.
2: No, actually. you're right. Yeah, for fun. Um,
0: power of year, power of year, power. Of year.
2: So anyways, um, so he took over his dad's business, got to know the people around Boston, got to know the business people. So he became really familiar, kind of like rich with this recruiting. You know what I mean? So he's was like, OK, I'm in. I'm doing my thing. I'm I'm like, fuck these taxes. Pretty much <laughs> he, led. He was definitely like,
0: fuck these taxes. Fuck these Pretty taxes, much led the bro. Boston
2: Tea Party, right? He was one of the main men of the so Boston that, Tea I, Party. I learned, Adams, that that, I learned that
0: that was not 100% confirmed okay so but but, you, but that's, a, that's a big thing is that a lot of people think he was in on the Boston Tea Party which a lot which I would argue led to the attack of the night of Paul Revere's ride
2: okay so so that's that's what I knew and he was basically a messenger um, I guess yeah I guess a messenger uh, rode to Philadelphia and New York to just kind of like talk about what's going on with the revolution and opposing the british um and he got into that whole group and then he became a trusted person
0: all right well really really quick really quick so you have a lot of the founding fathers meeting on a regular basis in philly to talk about right the essentially tyranny of britain that's what the whole revolution is based on is the tyranny Mm -hmm. of britain and you have the founding fathers getting together in philly at the same time you have Boston essentially taking the brunt of the aggression pre Revolutionary War. Boston yes. was one of the first places that the British attacked because it was one of the most. It was like honestly one of the biggest problems, like as far as like revolutionary thought and and, and, and rhetoric. And it was also on it was on the, the coast.
1: most accessible. Yeah. yeah, it was like it was also right, on the, first the coast. Whereas it like a go Philadelphia
0: to. is not on the coast, right? And so like you had. Uh, You had a Paul Revere going back and forth from Philly to Boston, Boston where he's from, taking information um, and, like, I mean, not a spy, but essentially he is passing covert information from one location to another. And this is, like, how they essentially got ready for the Revolutionary War. Essentially. Mm So. Yeah, yeah. Picking up the ride.
1: Okay, so, like Rye previously mentioned, um, Paul Revere was – officially employed by, it was like the Patriot movement, but the official organization was the Massachusetts Committee of Safety. Um, and he was an express rider. So he would carry news and messages and such and like important documents from Boston to New York and then like Philadelphia as well. Um, and kind of like all spots um, throughout that kind of triangular region. Um, and so in 1775, he was summoned by the great Dr. Joseph Warren, who was just a physician who worked for the Patriot movement as well. Um, I always
0: called him Young Warren.
1: <laughs> young Warren on the track.
2: Yeah, President of the uh, Revolutionary Massachusetts Provincial Congress. Oh, very
1: so nice. It was, it was like like
0: also, he was, I was, he like, was kind of a big deal. I was, like, listening, there was also, like, a shit ton of political groups back then. Like, a lot. Yeah, there just, was a like, lot. People were just, like, ready to be, like, yo, what the fuck? Like, whether it was, like, pitching about Britain or, like, voting in somebody or whatever. Like, politics was, like, it felt like politics was, like, what sports is now, essentially.
1: Yeah, pretty you know? much.
0: Anyway, sorry to interrupt.
1: No, 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 totally. But, um, so, Paul Revere hired by Joseph—or not hired, but, like, summoned Joseph Warren. Joseph Warren's like, yo, you got to get this, like, news to some people. I have intel that Sam Adams and John Hancock, who are currently staying in Lexington, um, that British troops, the regular, like, normal army, was coming in, and they were going to arrest those two, and then they were going to move on to the city of Concord, Massachusetts, where there was a large, like— kind of um cache of gunpowder like ammo cannons like a lot of artillery there so trying to just squash out the revolution before it began essentially um Which so, is like
0: i think a really big point in all of this is that like
1: this was britain trying to be like yo before this gets going we're gonna like stop this out we're gonna stop like a lot of their firepower because concord really was like a big stockade of that stuff and john or uh, sam adams and john hancock i mean those names speak for themselves so like if you take out a couple of the quote unquote heads of the snake like they were hoping that it just might die off
0: Yeah, and, like, you have, like, things have been building up in in Boston. Like, so the Revolutionary War is, like, just getting going. But, like, violence and, like, and essentially, like, British control being forced upon the American colonies is, like, a very real and, like, a very present thing in Boston. And so, like, in Boston, they are... Experiencing essentially like this British tyranny that led to the Revolutionary War, like I don't know, like, more might be not be the right word, but like at a very high rate at this particular time, you had the Boston Massacre that's happened, the Stamp acts happened, like Boston Tea Parties happened, yeah, like, all man. this, yeah, all this I mean, stuff has led up to like this point essentially. Tensions were high. Tensions tensions were, high. were super high, really, really high, and like you got guys like Paul Revere who is a, a, a colonist, like, business owner. So, you know, definitely, like, has some money, but he's, like, not a, of not a noble class. Um, sitting here, getting taxed and, like, dealing with this British tyranny, started to essentially get pissed off. And, like, that's, like, a big theme around this, is, like, Paul Revere was a good example of somebody who would be motivated by the revolutionary rhetoric anyways. So...
1: Yeah, sorry. I got a little distracted. Tampa Bay just scored on the Bruins, dude. Fucking bullshit. It was all Char's fault.
0: Yeah, Fucking I told you, egg. Char's an and old man, just, dude. God I told you, I, 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 they need to take him out. He just an old scored man. again. It 2 it, nothing.
1: It, Bruins it, suck. It, bring it, bring Can't it, wait for that. episode. Char. Bring it in. Um. Paul
0: Revere's ride. So,
1: Paul Revere's ride. Anyway, mm-hmm. he was hired that night by Dr. Joseph Warren. Um. So, like, first thing he kind of did, and this is kind of like a big, uh, like, part of the legend or so, was the people have heard, like, the one-if by land, two-if by sea. So he contacted what was an unidentified friend, and a couple of different sources have said Robert Newman, who is, like, part of the Old North Church in Boston, um, but obviously unconfirmed, and instructed him to show lanterns, and so the two lanterns were to signify if the British troops were coming in by sea across the Charles River into Cambridge, or the one is just by land through the Boston Neck, which Garby will give you a, a detailed description of because he researched it in depth earlier.
2: Not really. I mean, I, I a, asked a, you about he's
0: it. A big Bo- he's a big Boston Neck guy.
2: Hey, Boston
1: it. Neck. So, <laughs> that
0: Boston
1: Neck? So, anyway, um, Paul Revere... And really, I feel like the moral of this story, for those that don't know, is that Paul Revere was not acting alone by any means, but essentially started in Charlestown, rode kind of what is through now the Medford type area um, and got to Lexington. and was actually arrested shortly after, never really finished his ride. Um, and it was eventually finished by Dr. Samuel Prescott who was able to make it to Concord and warn the local militia there. But right. Paul Revere was actually able to warn um, Sam Adams and John Hancock prior to his arrest, as it was just outside Lexington. Um, yeah, but,
0: and, like, that so, was, like, something that I was, like, I didn't really realize that, like, a lot of the British attack and, like, a lot of the British focus was, like, on capturing Hancock Samuel Adams I didn't really Mm. know that before like looking into this is like they were like a much bigger part of the conflict that night than I I knew at the time
2: so rumor has it that actually the whole time they were going to conquer right Um, that's one of the well so that's that
1: was one of the things that so one of the big sticking points is (laughs) is that um, Dr. Joseph Warren's intel that the british were going to arrest john hancock and sam adams was false oh really yes and that, they
0: were ju- that they were just going for the munitions they were
1: just going for the yeah the ammunition and artillery yeah. um which again like there is like a certain warrant to that but
0: no that makes i don't know and like have, that adds up but i guess i just i didn't realize like I realized that they were, like, the center of that, like, original piece of intel. Like you're... I will
1: – yeah, I will – and to your point, I will say that, like, while there are websites that argue that, like, that is also the case, some argue that that intel is, like, not false. So I feel like there's – well, like, maybe it's not, like, 100% true. There is, like, some smoke to that. So it obviously yeah. is coming well, from so, something.
2: can we go into a little bit more details about – uh, Mr. Uh, Revere's from. Uh, how do you say? <laughs> from the first place <laughs> to Concord. What was the first place again? Lexington. Uh, he Lexington started in to Charlestown. Concord. So his. Mr. Well, Revere. He was going to own, uh, Lexington. Mr. Technically... Revere writes. Mr. Revere writes. From Lexington to Concord. Get stopped, basically. He's got his two boys with him. He's got Prescott. And he's got Dawes, right? Dawes went more yep. south. Um, yeah, Dawes went more a little bit more south, across to Charles, and then west. Met at the same place and Lexington, and then met with Prescott, well, who no, was from Concord, go, right? He didn't
1: go. He started south. He started more in like what is now Boston proper. Okay, so up. so
2: more south, and Revere was north end.
1: No. no yes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, he didn't he wasn't heading south i feel like you made right it you're right like but east. it was a
2: south direction that went west like west northwest you know what i mean they yes went, they basically went like this
1: yeah you know he went I mean? through like so, roxbury brooklyn so type area
2: after after lexington going towards concord um they got stopped by a couple officers and basically the the fucking officer had a holster, took out his little, like, old-style gun, you know, like, it looks like a fucking, what do you call it? Like, big, but it's like a pistol. A and, PS? Uh, Yeah, no. It's like, um, what he called a revol- it? He said, a revolver? A pi- he called it a pistol in their bands. He said, uh, in an instant I saw four of them who rode up to me with their pistols in their bands said, God damn, you stop. If you go an inch further, you're a dead man. We're going to blow your brains out. That's so funny, like bro. that vernacular back then was a thing. Like we're gonna fucking blow your brains out, and it's like I feel like that hasn't changed since 1770 whatever. You know what I mean? It's just a thing.
0: And so... honestly, if you take one thing away from this lesson, know that the words "blow your brains out" is still in use today. A thing. Yeah, we're uttered back in the Revolutionary War history. So God.
2: yeah, and and eventually, so they got caught. Except for this Prescott guy, who eventually yeah. went west to conquer. They got caught. They let Revere go and Revere had to get off his little pony.
0: Did you hear why he though?
2: Why he got why they let him get off? Yeah, and like I well, saw to
0: a few podcasts. So he like, deceived I,
2: them. He kind of yeah, deceived exactly. them. Yeah, exactly.
0: It's like Revere, yeah. like literally like they rest Revere and like from what I could tell, like they're like talking to Revere, and Revere's just like, yo, bro, I'm just letting y'all motherfuckers know that the militia is gonna be coming your way. And right. like, the best thing you can do is bounce and leave us here
2: because they heard the gunfires yeah too. and they're like, heard they're, the like gunfire. they're like
0: nah dude that's fucked up you're just fucking bullshit he's like all right like i told you don't just don't say i didn't tell you just don't say i didn't tell you and like one of the podcasts like that i was listening to said it was like very possible that it was by chance like i guess you had to like discharge guns like if you were like heading inside or something like that like just like older guns and like the British officers heard gunfire and they were like, "You right. know what? Like, we're gonna bounce. You guys have a nice night." And they just like let Paul Revere go, and then he like went to the bar and went and had a drink. Like after
2: all, well, so this. okay, but then he eventually walked Muzzle up. Uh, cheers, hey, but um, <laughs> he he eventually walked up to the end of the Battle of Lexington and Concord, right? Or one of them? Which one was it? He walked up, so Paul Revere left, like, they let him go. He walked to Concord, and there was the end of the first battle of the Revolutionary War going on.
0: Well, I also heard that, like, I heard that it was something like he met up with Hancock and Adams again, and they had, like, not left the area that he, like, so, like, originally he had met up with Hancock and, and Adams, and Hancock wanted to go fight with the with the military, like on the front lines. Yeah. But Adam Adams and Paul Revere are like, bro, you can't go fight on the front lines. Like, you're one right. of the founding fathers. If you get captured, because <laughs> like that's that's like what the British wanted to do. The British wanted to snuff out the revolution right away, right? Hmm. And and like one of the ways you do that is taking out a leader. And so they were trying to tell Hancock, dude, you can't go fight. And like one of the podcasts i was listening to was kind of hagging out john hancock essentially being like yeah he was a military leader his entire life but he never saw combat and so like you had this guy being like yo i'm trying to like take down the house and fight me some british soldiers, but he had never seen contact and you have his boys being like one you're not gonna go into to battle like when you haven't seen combat and then two like you're one of the leaders so you can't like if you get captured that's such a bigger blow you know then like you're going to be able to add as an individual and whatnot and so that they had agreed to leave but then paul revere goes continues to ride gets captured gets released comes back and they're still there at the time and so like they like continue to have to convince john john hancock to bounce from the area and it's like, why? Like, why don't you just leave? But, yeah, anyways.
1: I don't know. Dude, at the same time, I give him props that he's just like, I don't know. Oh, he's I give him to...
0: props. But it's just like a hilarious story that, like, like this whole time, like, John Hancock's like, nah, dude. Like, I'm trying to go out there and flex. Like, you know what I
1: mean? Yeah. It's probably like that time you were on the lawn at the Lamb House.
2: But they eventually, yeah. <laughs> oh, that <that's>... time. <laughs>
1: And me and Jesse are like, nah, come on, man, let's go inside. And you're like, nah, I'm trying to go out here and flags.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm trying to be out here in flags. The funny thing is, I was dressed up that night too. <laughs> so
2: I think what happened, though, if historically, if you read Paul Revere's account of his midnight ride Lexington in 1775, Paul Revere <laughs> recounts that yes, he did go and get Hancock and Adams, and he basically went back to the tavern. Got some papers belonging to Hancock. Saw some troops. They made haste. They left. They saw some dudes, like some bad dudes. They heard some gunshots. And then they came up upon um, the house that where all the gun shit was yep. stored. And that's where basically the battle, the first battle of the Revolutionary yep. War was fought. Right there. And they came at yep. the end of it. So they were there, but they didn't actually fight in it. And they were like, ooh Hey, look at our, our little soldiers over there. But they, you know, they organized it, I think, and they were political leaders of it. So I'm not going to call them pussies <laughs> by any means. Um, but I feel like that's what you're saying, Rich. But I'm not going to call no, them. No, not pussies. Not um,
0: pussies at all. Not pussies at all. I just think I think it's dude. I just think it's like <laughs> the founding
1: fathers of America. I'm not I just call think them it's hilarious person. that I have this
0: like I have this like image in my head that you like. You're like you're like Paul Revere, right? And so you're like this silversmith, okay? And you're like involved in this revolutionary war shit. And as you alluded to earlier Garvey, you like know these big names. You know Sam Adams, you know John Hancock, you know probably John Adams, like you you know maybe Ben Franklin, like you you're a guy in all of this. But at the same time, right. you're a silversmith. Right, Like I was listening – again, I was listening to Variety's podcast and like one of them was talking about how the famous Paul Revere picture, like, po- like portrait, like he probably didn't pay for that because he like didn't – he didn't like – like that was like a large portion of the money he made in a year would have been like what you would have to pay for a portrait like that. And so like you're this guy and you just rode all of this way. And, like, you get there and one of the guys at the top, one of the generals whose, like, value is absolutely being a leader and, like, moving on is sitting here trying to strap up his boots and, like, run out the door and go fight the British when you're like, no, dude, you need to bounce. You need to, like, keep the dream alive and, like, go and, like – and, like, you've got all this shit you're worried about and this guy's trying to go to the front lines and, like, that's your biggest concern is keeping this guy away from – The front lines when you're trying to let all of these like Massachusetts-based towns know that the British are coming. It's just like crazy to me.
2: I know, and you know what?
0: Paul Revere,
2: badass. yes. rode a horse, quick and fast.
0: That's true.
2: Rode a horse, super fast. Died at like
0: 80 something, which is super
2: old so, for those times. Yeah,
0: lived a while. Like um, Betty France the, the guy that I know lived like till he was
2: 80. The guy who commissioned him, Joseph Warren, doctor, died at the Battle of Bunker Hill, like two months after he commissioned yeah. uh, Paul Revere to go. So I I I think we should we should all learn more a little bit about joseph warren
0: there was there was a um, lot Not that
2: we're gonna and, do that now but he sounds like a dope person but there person, was like also just like honest, a lot like, of
0: people who were involved in that night oh like, yeah when, like dude. when you read like when you learn about this like the exciting thing about this story is there was just a shit ton of fucking preparation like massachusetts was on lock they were like expecting an attack like this and they had like all of these yeah. they plans, had a contingency all these plan signals yeah. set up to like, like let each other know, like they were expecting this, one hundred and fifty percent, and like the and yeah. like all of it was contingent on them getting information before it was too late. And if they did, then they could like, they could make shit happen. And that and like that's Paul Revere's legacy. But the ironic part about it is, it's like he was just one piece of like a much bigger network. That he was a cog in the machine. He was a cog in the machine. And it's like the mystery is like why do we talk about that cog so much as opposed to like all the other cogs that like existed?
2: Right, right. Um, and here's my question. If we lived back in that day, what side would we be on? Would it be a fucking sheep with the British or would it be rather? Well
0: like that's the thing is like and it's people and... forget about that, like like the colonists weren't all like let's jump in and you know, fuck the British. There was like a whole side of loyalists that were like like you know what i mean cuz like the whole right. thing the whole thing with the revolutionary war like kind of started because you had the french and indian war and then you had like the seven years war going on i think it was the seven years war but essentially england and france were at war at a larger scale and you had the french and indian war in the colonies that british had to send troops and backup to the colonies to back them up and after all of that was settled, the British wanted to tax the colonies. and because of all of the money they spent defending the colonies. But the argument for the colonies was, we probably wouldn't even have been in this war if you weren't at a larger war with France anyways.
1: Yeah, just and how so, America right. and France kind of joined up
0: exactly. So they didn't want they didn't want to take on all these taxes. And like that's where like all this stuff, like taxes on tea, stamp tax, and all this stuff came from. Was this idea that they were going to tax the colonies because they had to support the colonies in this war? And then the colonies were like, dude, like, it's your war we were fighting. Like, so you shouldn't tax us more. We're over here doing our thing. And, like, Boston was one of the areas that was, like, the biggest areas for that. And a big reason of that was propaganda and, like, advertisements, which, like, all, yeah, which also. Paul Revere, like again, like Paul Revere does this one ride. He also was like the artist for one of the most famous like Boston Massacre fro- photos out there. He was a huge right, cartoonist. Right, he like yeah. essentially etched cartoons into copper. He did,
2: ev- dude. People back then they did, did, did everything. So like, much shit. research. <laughs> anyone? <laughs> so much shit. If you research anyone back then, they're like, "Hey, you were an artist. You were a a fucking silversmith. You were a fucking physicist." Dude, they did. Like everything. look at Isaac. Like everybody.
0: They did like, yeah, dude, you're, dude, you're so right. They did literally. You got your
2: everything. side hustle on.
0: Like they did everything, literally everything.
2: I feel like I also feel like I look at a picture of anybody from the Revolutionary War. I'm like, Dwight Schrute. <laughs> like that's Dwight Schrute. <laughs>
0: like Wait,
2: that's just how Dwight I feel. True? I don't know why. It's weird. Anyway, sorry, sorry. If you can protest my point. Um, bite.
0: let's let's move to fun facts. You guys learn anything fun about Parvia, the Revolution, anything like that?
2: I learned a, a lot, um, a but I learned almost all of this. Um, to be honest, I didn't know a whole lot about it, so this is fun doing all this research. I think the best part was um, learning about That's a fun (laughs) fact I learned.
0: Honestly.
2: (laughs) Shit, I got kids, I got students tomorrow. Dude, I
0: can't. I can't.
2: I can't. (laughs) (laughs) So it's not I got (laughs) students (laughs)
0: tomorrow.
2: So So, the best (laughs) thing I learned about Powerbeer is that he's a
1: pretty chill guy. He likes drinking. And uh Yeah, I know. He's the man. Seriously,
0: dude. (laughs) Honestly? Seriously, though? (laughs) Uh,
1: Again, I would like
0: to remind the listeners that I've now given you two opportunities to jump off the train. If you're still listening, it is at your own risk. (laughs) Um, Cry from Wolf. You are
1: sending me into this vortex, Um, baby.
0: So, honestly, on that note, though, I think I I love Revolutionary War history. I have not, like, really dug into, like, this particular event. And there was just, like, so much shit that had me feeling some Boston pride, which was, like, kind of cool. Um, I forgot how much Massachusetts and Boston were, like, at conflict with Britain before – the rest of the colonies like were on board, and like the actual Revolutionary War started, so like that was super dope. Uh, Boston's kind of badass in that in that respect. So yeah, Nick, any fun facts you learned? Paul Revere, born in the North End, born in the North End. Yeah,
1: Orion type ran. I can't really recount any right now, but Paul Revere, yeah, pretty cool guy.
0: Pretty cool guy. Pretty dope. I think he's like honestly. This isn't to, like, damper his, like, legacy. I think he's remembered on purpose, to be honest. I think, like, people who were of note that time and, like, historians, like, have picked him as, like, the right person to advertise in history. Because, like, it's an anomaly to me why, like, we remember that guy's ride over, like, the million things that happened that night and, like, the bazillion things that happened during the Revolutionary War. But Paul Revere was a good yeah. guy. And, like...
2: He was the upper, upper middle class man who did his job. Bill Bill Belichick. Style. Did he you know honestly? Like I said, mean? lives Honestly, on. Did like his job. Paul
0: Revere, do your job. Paul Revere was a do your job kind of That's guy. That's what he did. Hundred yeah, percent. But Bill well, Belichick so kind would of, have loved Paul Revere. For kind
1: sure. of along those, along that point, And I made this like before we started recording. The reason I think Paul Revere is like remembered more so is because. He was hired by the Patriot organization to perform that role specifically. Whereas the other two guys on his why is that so funny? The
0: Patriot
2: organization.
0: Yeah. See, Paul Revere was actually hired by by the Robert New England Patriots. By the New England Patriots. Robert Kraft. I, I should had say a the, time pa- the Patriot movement. Bill Belichick. And is well, the reason to like... that the Revolutionary <laughs> War was won by the U.S. colonies was Robert Kraft. I don't, don't want
1: to give credit to a, a different organization. George
0: Washington and Bill Belichick are the same person, essentially. Same soul. Just want to put it out there.
2: Anyway, sorry, Nick. Keep going.
1: Hey, Rich, you good? Anyway, I was just saying that because Paul Revere was hired by the Patriot Movement to do that job specifically, and the other two guys were kind of brought on, like, as emergency people that evening, and so I just think that, like, his name probably showed up more in the history books as, like, delivering messages, and so, like, you all know through the the game of telephone, you know what I mean, like eventually it just gets changed. So I feel like those people just are kind of details that fell by the wayside and like weren't mentioned every time the story was told. Whereas like Paul Revere was probably like, people are like, oh, we see his name here and like here. And like, oh, Paul Revere must have been the one delivering this message. But you're right, because it really wasn't even Paul Revere that, because we didn't really get into it, but the arrest of John Adams or John Hancock, excuse me, and Sam Adams was not necessarily true on all accounts and the british main target was just the the munitions that they were going for so i feel like paul revere kind of only making it to lexington if that's the case if that was like fake british intel let's say then the british kind of did their job and they were like oh shit paul revere didn't even make it to concord to warn them that we were going to really go for their like munitions base but what was the guy's name who actually made it to Concord? Sammy Prescott, Prescott yeah.
2: But I think I think they were surprised because <clears throat> on Paul Revere's account So he basically says, Hey, my name's Revere and they're like, What? And he's like, My name's Paul Revere and like, Oh, you're Paul Revere. Like they knew who he was. So So like I feel like they were planning a little bit for Paul Revere. Like, oh, okay, you're the guy you know what i mean so this is serious
1: or was it even just like him like he knew prescott was going there and he's like shit like if i like get them to just kind of lock onto me because i'm motherfucking paul revere
0: no he got caught well
2: basically so if you if you look at paul revere's own account right so this is his own account he got stopped by a bunch of soldiers got captured he said um, one of the soldiers said, "Sir, may I crave your name?" I answered, "My name is Revere." What he said, "Paul Revere." I answered, "Yes." The others abused much.
0: Where is that? Where is that? They told me not to Where's be that afraid. From,
2: so this is the Paul Revere's account. This is him writing a letter about to what who? happened. Just like in general, like a, this is a primary resource. Paul Revere wrote what happened Gotcha. that night. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: Um, I'm not gonna lie, um, Nick. When you said hired by the Patriots, I thought you were making a joke, like he was hired by the New England Patriots.
2: I thought you were joking yeah, about I'm not that lie. too. I said the why, that's I said the Patriot organization. So
0: <laughs> yeah, like when you said that, I thought you meant the yeah. New England Patriots. Like you didn't say like colonists or like rebels or like. No, I just meant like because like I didn't want to give credit like, to a false because so like, like after like you like slap my hand you're like are we done you're like have you had your laughs and i was like wow dude <laughs> wow, dude, was i out of line and then i Wait. realized that you meant patriots like like the like like our like our our founding father patriots
1: yes rye from wolf did you just drink a water
2: did have a sip of water. I'm teaching kids tomorrow for the first time in like six months, so kind of need to be on my game. Six Sorry. months. Sorry. Um. No. Uh. No, five. Over five. Four. Oh. Nope. Okay. So we got out the day before Pi Day, Three-thirty. Uh, March thirteenth, I think. Yeah, March twelfth, March thirteenth. Two days after the NBA canceled five over five months ago, dude. I have not interacted is, with teenagers in the classroom this for over Rona. five months.
0: Welcome to Rona. Um, all right, closing yeah, thoughts on Paul Revere. Anything. I feel like we just hit on it. Good story. I actually, it was cool.
2: I, I feel like this was cool. I like this episode, and I feel like we should do more of this shit because I feel like I learned a I lot. I learned a ton. It was super fun everything.
0: researching it. Um, I would tend to agree with you, Garb. I'm interested to see how it listens on the
2: it it, could, it doesn't cards. have to be like American Revolution. We Honestly, can do sports history. Of, we can do whatever. One of the whatever. weird
0: things about making a podcast is you go and you record it, and I feel like I always have an opinion of how it's going to be or like what it's going to sound like when I listen to it, and like I feel like I'm almost always wrong, which is like really interesting.
2: Yeah, no, I yeah, agree with it's that.
0: It's like it's it's odd. Like I'll i like be like, oh, that's like a good episode. Or that's a bad episode, or like not even like that. I'll just be like. We were like dragged on a little much. I'm not gonna like this, and like I'll listen to it, and it'll just I'm like, oh, that's fine. Or like, oh, I thought I was gonna like that, I didn't like that. Or like, whatever. So it's interesting. I'm I'm interested to see how this one listens. Mm. You guys, uh, I
2: think it'll be good. uh, I think
0: Nick's upset. Nick's Nick's pissed.
2: Bruins. I
1: am a little pissed about the Bruins right
2: Uh, now. I'm sorry,
0: Nick. Here's your Bruins rant. You've got three minutes. Go.
1: Um. So yeah. So the people that don't know me. I've been a big supporter of Tuka Rask over the years, and I know he's not, like, the perfect goalie.
0: You've been He's not the perfect goalie by any
1: stretch. Guy. But for all the people that were like, ah, oh, Tuka sucks, like, da 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 we want, you know, player X in there. And I'm like, okay, like, I think you're going to find out that, like, Tuka is actually pretty good, and for all his fucking annoyances, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. And... They played a Carolina team that was just, like, severely undermatched for them. And, again, like, I, I don't want to, like, hag Halak out because he wasn't the starter. Like, Tuca did bail on the team. So I'm, like, kind of off the Tuca bandwagon on the same case. Right. But for Halak. the people that were always like, oh, like, like our boy, friend of the podcast, Eric Clifford, was always like, Halak, way better than Tuca Rask. Play Halak. Play Halak. And, like, dude, Halak literally let in. A goal last night that went softer than my shit after the bachelor party. Like, dude, he.
2: Key... Wow. Were you show Do you
0: guys have soft shits after I you drink a I lot? Did, yeah, or... I, did, I also didn't really land with like that. Didn't really, I didn't really resonate with that. I'm more of a hard shitter after I drink oh, really? a lot. Of, like dehydrated. You know hard? what I mean? Hard. <laughs> you would use the word hard. Right. it's Like, well, I ever like rock
2: you're dehydrated. Out. And it's like okay. It's clearly not. Like,
0: yeah, it's like okay, okay, wait. So what? I'm honestly, I'm honestly no. So just Nick, go. The
1: I don't know, man. The Bruins, I, I very much like them, but Tampa is. They do kind of have another gear that they need to go to. They are able to go to. Excuse me. And if the Bruins have any chance of winning, Halak needs to like step up big time. Um.
2: I feel like you're some chick who's super insecure about her new boyfriend. You know what I mean, like.
1: No, that's why we just asked what.
2: You know what I'm saying, like okay, Bruins. No, Bruins are are. Bruins are really good actually, and they have a bad. They have a. They have a sub. Yeah, but even if. And they're they're two one right now. No, if they lose tonight, they're two one.
0: In hockey, that is your make or break, dude. Your goalie. Yeah, right now they're one one. If they lose, they're two one.
1: This is. No, well, I understand not... that, but I okay, feel like so you get past this I'm round not trying to like
0: with their shove goal. it
1: in your face a little bit, but you just—I'm telling you from a hockey perspective—if they go down two to one to Tampa, this the series is like I would not have a ton of confidence in that. Like the next game would be a must-win. Do I just the Bruins oh, are course, very good? Don't of course, get me wrong, down. but I think that they are a classic team. And this benefits them in the NHL because the NHL is like much more of a team driven sport, but they are a team where like the sum is greater than the individual parts. Tampa is loaded. Like Tampa is probably the best team in the NHL from a talent perspective. And they don't even have who is probably their first, if not second best player in Steven Stamkos playing. Like I'm saying, even right now from a talent standpoint, they're probably the best team in the playoffs, and so I just think that, like, to be able to beat them, the Bruins have to be firing on all cylinders, and that very much includes the goaltending because they are an offensive firepower. So Halak needs to play better.
2: I defer to you for right, closing, hockey. I closing defer to thoughts you for on hockey, the Bruins. 100%. Closing thoughts
0: on the Bruins. Anything?
2: Don't stop letting Chara Go. play. That's no, Garvey, you're an idiot.
0: Closing thoughts on the Bronx. Okay, Garvey's an idiot, and we will head into media. Any yeah. you have a closing any, idiot? Uh, you have a closing any thought? New, uh, any new media? You guys Honestly, have
1: you seen? just ever since Content. the NBA and NHL playoffs have been going on, have been pretty much there's been like games to watch every night, and also like not to delve into it, but the three of us with and John King have just been on like. We've been have been betting a little money on the game, so
0: Oh, but gambling <laughs> like a fiend, baby. I got my last <laughs> seventeen my last seventeen dollars of winnings I gotta throw down on something, baby. I need so I feel like day. that's been
1: incentive to just kinda watch go. these like non Boston games.
0: Dude, they call me Dickie so. Parlay. Yeah, dude. I i I prefer the I prefer the uh the bet on a if if you can bet short money if you can get in like if we can all get in together on like a, a $5 bet a piece or a $10 bet a piece and bet like the crazy parlays I that's what i like that. that's, that's
1: fun cuz you're with your boys fun, and I you're like.
0: like because like i like i like i like i like betting i like betting on each one that the, the e- betting on single games gets stressful for me but i mean, obviously still do it as i have been but betting on single games gets stressful whereas like the parlay it's like a it's like a long shot but i almost like I'm almost more comfortable rooting for that long shot, you know what I mean, than like dialing in on this one game.
2: Because you know you're expected to lose, no matter. Yeah, what you're like fight. Yeah, you're like, like fighting. Right. Exa- I was It's like also short money. Well, yourself. you also I'm, do short I'm, money, okay. right? Sorry. Whereas
0: like the, the straight up yeah. games, like you bet bigger. Like you bet like 20, 40 bucks on the straight up games, right?
2: Which is what I did on
0: the Yankees tonight. Yeah, yeah. It's not ideal.
2: Can I end this on a note? Can I read a poem? You want,
0: you want to read a poem?
2: Just part Go of a ahead, poem. Oh. Nice. Paul Revere's Ride by Henry Wadsworth yeah, Longfellow. Big
0: Longfellow guy.
2: Listen, my children, and you shall hear of the Midnight Ride of Paul Revere. On the 18th of April of 75, hardly a man is now alive who remembers that famous day and year. He said to his friend at the British march by land or sea from the town tonight. Hang a lantern aloft in the belfry arch of the northern tower as a signal light one if by land two if by sea sea and i on the opposite shore will be ready to ride and spread the alarm through ev- every middlesex village and farm for the country for the country folk to be up and to arm that's the first two li- that's the first two little uh little two verses of that poem, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to hear the rest. Big,
1: yeah, hey, Halak the Civ just hit a fucking third right goal. Foul. 3 nothing oh, Tampa right, Bay. Well, Great, so let's go, Paul baby. Revere's
0: right. Listeners, as you can tell, my two co-hosts here are a little distracted, and uh, I want to thank you so much for staying oh, with us a this poem. long. This has been uh, New England Social's Drunk History on Paul Revere.
1: So you can find us at uh, Instagram, N-E underscore social. And then for the Twitter, for our three Twitter followers, at any social too. Uh, my personal account, I'm Nikki G. You can find me at sun underscore of underscore ray 24.
2: My name's Ryan Garby. Ryan A Garby. Ryan A G A R B as boy E. Okay, Richard. And the
0: A is for appropriate. My name's Richard Kennedy. You can find me at Kennedy1627 on Instagram. I'm here with Nick Goslin. Ryan Garvey. We're New England Social. See ya. Peace.